And hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's weekly Yap, the Yes And podcast. I'm your host, Travis Thomas. This is episode 38. And again, like last week, we're going to keep this podcast short and sweet today. I want to say thank you to everyone who has been so supportive this past week. The first week of my book, Three Words for Getting Unstuck, Live Yes And, has been released on Amazon Kindle as an ebook. Uh, so thank you to everyone for sharing the book, for, for purchasing the book, for posting it on your social media. Uh, again, uh, if you haven't done that yet, I totally uh, am appreciative of anyone wanting to share the book with as many friends uh, and family as possible. So uh, I'm so grateful for that and uh, want to let everyone know, again, as a, as a shameless request, if, if you did purchase the book, if you have read it, if you are enjoying it at all, to write a review on my Amazon page. And again, that's just kind of how the game works as far as you know, getting more views and <clears throat> getting more exposure for the book. And so if, uh, if the book was inspiring or helpful in any way, uh, a review would be fantastic. So uh, I, I really appreciate that. So thanks again to everyone for sharing the book. And it's just been a lot of fun this past week to talk to a lot of people who have bought it and uh, who are reading it. And the good news is I don't think it sucks, right? right? My goal so far is complete. I don't think that it sucks. So uh, we're off to a good start. And uh, I've actually had a few conversations with people this week who are feeling like they are stuck in their life and um, and helping them based on some of the principles in the book. And so being able to put those ideas directly to use right away, uh, it's just super inspiring and fulfilling for me as well. And so here we go. Big picture. This week's uh, Weekly Yap, episode 38, is going to be chapter two of the book, Life is the Performance. And so throughout the summer, I am recording the audio version of the book that will be available at the end of the summer to purchase as an audio book. But for those of you who listen to the uh, the weekly yap, this is your opportunity to uh, to just hear the book as it's being recorded by me over the summer. So this week it is chapter two, life is the performance, and uh, all summer long, uh, every few weeks or so, I'll release a new audio chapter when I'm not interviewing someone inspiring, and uh, give you a chance to just kind of hear the book that way. Of course you are more than welcome to purchase the complete audio version once it is out. And also, the print version. I am formatting the book right now, so a print version of the book will be available, hopefully here within the next month, month and a half. So uh, you'll be able to purchase the copy and hold it in your hands and smell it and sniff it and lick it. Now, that's that's probably going a little bit too far. I apologize for that. But uh, I'm looking forward to uh, being able to hold a copy of the book in my hand myself. And so that's coming later this summer as well. But without further ado, uh, I'm in St. Louis right now. I'm on the verge of kind of being a, a camp mentor for the next two weeks. So not a lot of time to get much outside work done, but uh, I will keep posting the weekly yap. So here we go. Episode 38 from the book, Three Words for Getting Unstuck, Live Yes And. Here's chapter two, Life is the Performance. Chapter 2. Life is the Performance. All the world's a stage. William Shakespeare. Don't be misled. This book is not about improvisation. Well, it is, but not in the comedic way. The focus of this book is not to turn you into a comedic performer on stage or help you get on whose line is it anyway. I mean, it can help. 
but it's not a how-to for the aspiring improviser. If so, I would really be limiting my audience. This is not a book about comedy, improv, and theater, but it has everything to do with your performance in life. All the world's a stage. My most recent work was as a leadership specialist at the IMG Academy in Florida. IMG Academy is arguably the top athletic training facility in the world. It was started by tennis guru Nick Boletari in the late 1970s and gained fame for producing the likes of Andre Agassi, Monica Seles, and Jim Courier, and most recently Maria Sharapova and Ki Nishikori. Look at a list of tennis royalty and you can bet they called IMG home for a portion of their professional development. In the late 80s, IMG, International Management Group, purchased the Tennis Academy and began expanding and adding sports. In 2013, IMG was purchased by WME, William Morris Endeavor, paving the way for even bigger things for the Academy and its professional training. Step on campus today and Nick Boletari can still be found working with the world's top tennis prospects, but these days they may be sharing the weight room with college football and basketball players preparing for the NFL and NBA combines, elite track and field athletes from all over the world training for the Olympics, MLB players preparing for spring training, professional soccer players gearing up for the World Cup, and nearly 1,000 aspiring young athletes from around the world going to school on campus and training in their sport. Working at IMG Academy was like living in an ESPN commercial. So why was an improvisational actor working with professional athletes? I'll get there, but not yet. We need to go back to the Improv Asylum Basement Theater, where a new relationship was created. It was during those first weeks in the training center that I was introduced to the idea and concept that would transform my life. Those two words, yes and. As I mentioned in my introduction, I didn't come up with this yes and concept. In fact, it is hard to pin down who exactly did. Improvisation itself can be tracked back all the way to farce theater in ancient Rome, which, if I do my calculations correctly, is roughly a few years before my time. The important thing is, this concept of yes and is the foundation and cornerstone of improvisation. I cannot find who should be credited with coining the term. If you're out there, I'd like to say, thank you, you nailed it. Moving on. Let's do a little improvisation, yes and 101. Yes equals acceptance of the offer. In improvisation, an offer is when a performer shares any idea or information, most often in a line of dialogue. Any information shared is considered an offer. An actor walking on stage stomping his feet is an offer, as is the simple line, it sure is a beautiful day. If I'm doing a scene with you and you say, Travis, you are so handsome, that is easy for me to say yes to. Saying yes, I'm acknowledging your offer as being real and true in our scene. If I say no to your offer, I am negating your idea and essentially telling you that as a fellow actor, I do not like your idea or I feel I have a better one. In the world of improvisation, saying no to an offer is a scene killer. It is also a way to guarantee no one wanting to perform with you. By saying yes, I confirm that we are on the same page and are working together. 
It doesn't matter what you say to me, rational or irrational. My only job as an improviser in that moment is to say yes. Your offer might be, Travis, you are the most grotesque man alive. Now, as a person, my ego might want to disagree with this offer and come back with a no. And odds are my counteroffer would be in the realm of, no, I'm not. You're uglier. Sounds like a great scene, huh? So instead of being in agreement with one another, we have simply begun an argument. Arguments often turn into brutally painful train wrecks, although not as fun to watch. Instead, this scene is going to be much more entertaining for the performers and the audience if I choose to say yes. Saying yes puts us both on the same page. And equals adding new information to the offer. The yes is about acceptance. The and is about building. Simply put, it is about cooperation instead of competition. So in response to, Travis, you are the most grotesque man alive, here are a couple of the endless responses that are possible by saying yes and. Yes, and I've held that title for the past five years. Yes, and that is an interesting first wedding vow. Yes, and I was raised in the wild. Yes, and I suppose you're not giving me a rose. Yes, and I am suing my plastic surgeon. The and is adding new information based on the first offer. It is not just good enough to say yes. You are an active and equal participant in a scene that is being conceived in real time with no script. The and is your building idea based on their offer. There is no excuse to not add an idea because there is no wrong idea. Remember, this is improvisation so there are no scripts and therefore no wrong answers. That is the power of yes and. People often mistake the agreement of saying yes with not being able to have conflict. But just because you are in agreement with someone or something doesn't mean you have to like it. Don't worry, this will be covered more later. Every great improvised scene has conflict, but the conflict comes from the story, not from the disagreeing performers. Let me take one of the responses above and play it out how it could happen on stage. It is important to note that with each yes and response, you are responding to the newest idea, not the idea that began the scene. It doesn't mean you disregard what has been established, but your job as an improviser is to respond to the offer you have just been given. Here's an example. Performer 1. Travis, you are the most grotesque man alive. Performer 2. Yes, and that is an interesting first wedding vow. Performer 1. Yes, and I just want people to know that I am not marrying you for your looks. Performer 2. Yes, and you made that clear when you booked separate honeymoons. Performer 1. Yes, and when your brother asked me to Hawaii, I couldn't say no. Performer 2. Yes, he's the good-looking one. Performer 1. Yes, and I'm going to need your credit card. As you can see, there's a whole lot of conflict in this scene, yet the performers still adhere to yes-anding each other's ideas. And notice that every new offer is in response to the newest information. The scene has total yes agreement between both performers, while every and adds and builds off the most recent idea. 
When you watch two veteran improvisers perform, they may not verbally say yes and after every offer, but their responses will still show agreement and building. For beginning improvisers, the habit of having to say yes and reveals how quickly we want to say no but or yes but instead. More on that later. Another way to think about an improvised scene is like a tennis rally. Back and forth, the two players return hits, using different spins, slices, and pace on the ball to alter their shots. At no time does one player add a different ball during the rally, nor do they ignore the current ball and hit a different ball back in return. Every return hit is an acceptance, yes, of the previous hit, while the choice of how they return the ball adds, and, to the progression of the rally. And speaking of tennis... Why was an improvisational actor working with professional athletes? Hold on, we're almost there. Performing at the Improv Asylum gave me the opportunity to teach in the training center, as well as the chance to learn the application of these principles as a corporate training tool. It resonated big time. After my first few classes as a student in the training center, I remember going into work and thinking differently. It seems so clear and obvious to me that the principles that are so effective on stage are no different than at work. Better yet, what would a work environment look like that was built on yes and? As much as I enjoyed myself on stage, these principles were so much bigger than entertainment. So, in addition to performing and getting to entertain audiences using these principles, I took advantage of every class I could teach and volunteered for every possible corporate training session. I left the Improv Asylum and moved to Florida in 2003, and it didn't take long before I befriended two other talented performers, and we began our own improvisation group. One of my partners owned the theater where we performed, taught drama and improvisation to kids and adults, and offered corporate training workshops. It was during this time that an old college friend of mine approached me about serving as the MC for an international conference she was hosting in Washington, D.C., She had started an organization called World Blue, whose mission was to celebrate freedom-centered companies while helping to inspire and train people how to become freedom-centered leaders. The World Blue mission sounded like a big yes and to me, so I jumped in with both feet. Saying yes and to that opportunity opened a door to a corporate world that never seemed possible. These were global companies huge, successful Fortune 500 and 100 companies who did things a different way and were at the top of their industry. Saying yes and gave me the opportunity to see how these companies did things with a different model emphasizing culture, values, and engagement. Although the language was different, I could see each freedom-centered principle as another reinforcement of an improvisation yes and mindset. This proved to be yet another valuable progression in my yes-and evolution. My work with World Blue led me into a rigorous leadership training that really forced me to evaluate and articulate my purpose and mission. The extensive training served as a game-changer for my life and career. After three years of leadership coaching and training, I made the decision to become a life coach. I found great satisfaction in being able to help individuals overcome obstacles that were getting in the way of their true happiness and potential. The more I grew as a life coach, the more I began to see the natural integration of the improvisational principles in my coaching practice. When it came right down to it, 
The same ideas that worked on stage also helped someone get unstuck in their professional or private life. This line of work led me to take an assistant coaching soccer position at my college alma mater, which turned into a mentoring role for high school students over the next three years. In less than 10 years, from the time of my first improv class, I had taken this idea of yes and and found powerful significance and application for its use on stage, in the workplace, in sports, in life, and in all relationships. I felt like I was on to something. When I had the courage to step away from my high school mentoring position in 2012, my wife and I had no idea what was going to come next, but we knew it had to grow the idea of yes and. I had already started a series of online programs called 30 Days of Yes that were designed to help people articulate and live their purpose. But I really yearned for the opportunity to teach and speak and share my message in a broader way. In early 2013, when a friend sent me a job posting with the title Improvisation and Leadership Coach, I thought it was a joke. Seriously, have you ever heard of a job with leadership and improvisation in the same title? Better yet, we had just moved back to Florida and this job was in Florida. It was for a leadership and improvisation coach at IMG Academy. I knew IMG Academy. I had attended a one-week camp in high school. I knew the history, I knew the excellence, and I knew what kind of opportunity this was. I applied for the job with no anxiety. In the past, I may have felt stress or a real attachment to the outcome, but in all honesty, I wasn't looking for a job. I was content to keep working for myself and growing my practice, but this seemed like a unique opportunity. Through the interview process, I was able to stay honest and authentic. Since I wasn't attached to the outcome, it freed me up to just be myself. I wasn't trying to impress them with my answers, so I just relaxed and enjoyed the experience. Throughout the interviews, I just kept thinking, if there's a more qualified person than me, I want to meet them. That sounds really arrogant, but I really felt in my heart this job was created for me. Up until that point in my professional life, I looked at my career path as random at best and probably irresponsible to most. Then out of nowhere, a job comes along with a job description from my diary. During the interview process, I was also very curious as to why they felt they needed an improvisation and leadership coach. What did they really want to achieve? IMG Academy had the need to replace a company that had been providing leadership and improvisation training to their students. The company, Game On, had provided these services for years and established the value and effectiveness of teaching kids confidence, body language, interview skills, and teamwork through improvisation and theater games. Once the partnership ended, IMG Academy decided to create their own in-house leadership department to help shift the focus not just on personal presence skills, but to emphasize the leadership aspect as well. Those just happened to be the two areas that were my, not-so-random-after-all, sweet spots. I got the job and moved the family from the East Coast to the West Coast of Florida. And for the next few years, I got to work at one of the top performance facilities in the world, teaching and coaching students from all countries in many sports, professional athletes, and leaders from companies in all industries. All the world's a stage. 
I often tell people that the rush I felt on the soccer field is similar to the high I get while performing on stage. Two different arenas, but both performances. I would ask kids before class if they see themselves as actors, and very few, if any, would raise their hands. Then I'd ask them to stand up and walk around the room with confidence, and they immediately would snap into perfect, confident body language as they strutted around the space. We often mistake acting for that thing done on stage and screen, and we forget that we act our way through our day-to-day lives. Working with these athletes, I got the opportunity to help them see themselves as performers in and out of their sport. Getting them up on their feet and out of their comfort zone helped build a greater sense of confidence and personal presence. The athletes learned that authentic leaders inspire others with their ability to draw forth contribution and engagement from everyone on the team, making them feel valued and respected in the process. They learned what it means to make their teammate look brilliant. And of course, these athletes learned the power of yes and. They got to experience firsthand the value of collaborating as a team, finding agreement, and building off each other's ideas. In the process, they discovered that in order to have yes and with a teammate, it requires trust, respect, confidence, courage, humility, compassion, and empathy, just to name a few. These are the qualities that help you excel on and off the field and just happen to be the same qualities that make improvisation possible. That is why one of the top sports facilities in the world hired an improviser, Because performance is performance. Whether you are hitting a 90-mile-an-hour fastball, running a company, playing in a concert, desiring to be a better parent, or standing up to give a speech, all the world's a stage. It is all performance. Your life is a role made just for you, and you are the star. For nearly a dozen years, I couldn't see how all the dots of my life would align to create anything that made sense. I was committed to my purpose and living it as authentically as possible, but it still didn't make sense. I am serious when I say that first improv class changed my life. I thought I was signing up to pursue a passion that might turn into a fun hobby, but never imagined it would transform how I approach every aspect of my life. Through each professional and personal up and down, I was saying yes to each situation that arose and doing my best to respond with an and that was on purpose. I didn't realize that the struggle I often felt was the training that was needed to demonstrate living a yes and life. I never imagined that finding yes and in the Improv Asylum Theater would send me on a journey to where I am now today life coaching and working with professional athletes, corporate leaders, and people with diverse backgrounds from all over the world. And what these years have taught me is that the principles of yes and apply to anyone and everyone, because at the end of the day, all the world's a stage, and your life is the performance. So, let's shift the focus to you. Unstuck principle number two, life is the performance.